0: It's time for Thriller Thursdays, hosted by Rich Froelich. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Chapter 15. Jimmy Lish's place was on the second floor of a walk-up above a dry cleaner's, which had closed at 5.30. The sign on the door was tastefully lettered, James P. Lish, Photography, Appointments Only. It was a nice job, and made the person reading it begin to forget the narrow wooden steps they had just climbed, or the smell of solvents that crept up from the first floor. He had certainly paid more for it than he did for the lock on the door, which was thirty years old if it was a day, and would have taken me no more than six seconds to get past if it had actually been locked. As I pushed the door gently open, I looked at Trixie, and she pulled the Beretta from her handbag. It wasn't the most reliable handgun on the planet, and I suspected that she had selected it because it looked nice. But it did, and I wasn't prepared to argue the point. We crept into the office and saw immediately that Jimmy Lish might be a smut peddler and a blackmailer, but nobody was going to mistake him for a housekeeper. There were loose papers everywhere, and several of the drawers on the row of filing cabinets were left hanging open. The smell was actually stronger. I don't know how he stands it in here, I said. Trixie stepped over to the window and pried it open. "'That's not the cleaners,' she said. "'That's gasoline.' "'How can you tell?' I said, sniffing the air. "'If you had your suit cleaned more than once a year, you'd know the difference,' she said. "'Get the light.' "'The office looked worse under illumination. "'This place was not just a normally occurring mess.' "'It's been tossed,' I said. "'You think?' Trixie said, looking at the desktop. "'No appointments today,' she said. "'Oh, good,' I said, pulling the handle of a cabinet drawer that was hanging half open.' It was empty but for a couple of unused file folders. Some of these have been cleaned out, I said, and recently. How come recently, Trixie asked, going through the desk drawers. No dust, I said, opening more drawers and finding several in which the files had clearly been taken apart and shoved back into the drawers. Somebody was looking for something. Well, Trixie said, if it was in Lish's desk, my guess is they found it. No soap over here. What about a phone book? Addresses, that kind of thing, I asked. "'Gosh, Jack, I never would have thought to look for that,' she said, moving towards the files. "'Don't get lippy,' I said. "'Born that way, peaches,' she said, going over the same ground I just had. "'I already looked there,' I said. "'And now I'm looking,' she said. "'Go hard-boil something.' "'I moved down the row of filing cabinets. "'More drawers were askew, more files had been mauled. "'Some things looked to have been taken, but it was tough to say what or why.' "'I opened one of the folders and found some very tasteful studies of a brunette "'who didn't look to be too much older than not nearly old enough for this. "'What do you got?' Trixie asked. "'Lish's hobby job,' I said. "'Some sunbathing pictures and a signed release from the girl.' "'Those were shot inside,' Trixie said, at my elbow now. "'Probably right here.' "'So?' I asked. "'So she isn't sunbathing.' "'It's a euphemism,' I said. "'I know what it is,' she said. "'It's also stupid.' "'She pulled out a stack of prints from the next file.' "'Hello,' she said, neither surprised nor embarrassed. "'These ones are a lot less artistic.' "'I looked over her shoulder. It was true. "'Same girl,' I said grimly, pulling the release from the new file. Six months later,' I remarked. "'Slippery slope?' Trixie asked. "'Something like that,' I said. "'What does it say her name is?' Trixie asked. "'Why?' "'Because if two sessions six months apart are beside each other, "'these aren't organized by date,' she said. "'So maybe name?' Karen Mitchell, I said without looking, having read it already. I replaced the files. M for Mitchell, Trixie said, so T would be this way. T for Tim's, I asked. Now you're thinking, she said, at last. She followed the row of cabinets to the logical area and began searching. I moved in the opposite direction. The smell of gasoline got stronger. There were two drawers in the bottom row that were wide open. I knelt beside them and, sure enough, that's where the smell was coming from. The contents of these files were mostly ruined, as if someone had poured liquid all over them. "'Hell,' I heard Trixie say. "'Find something?' I asked without looking. "'Yeah,' she said. "'I found a big suspicious nothing. "'Explain,' I said, noticing a cigarette "'that had been dropped on the floor by the cabinet "'and allowed to burn out. "'The ash was an inch long, and I left it undisturbed. "'If there were files on Janet Timms,' Trixie said, they have been cleaned out, "'and from the size of the holes she left in the files, "'there must have been a hell of a lot of them. "'She was with the guy for a while,' I said, "'pushing my hat back on my head as I surveyed the situation.' Looks like she was into at least one of his hobbies. Think she was into blackmail too, Trixie asked. I can't find anything that looks like Lish's work pictures, but they might have been cleared out too. If you were a blackmailer, I offered, would you keep your bread and butter in a studio with your name on the door? I would not, she said, but I am not an idiot, and I have not yet established that we can say the same about Jimmy Lish. Point taken, I said. What have you got, Trixie said, looking over my shoulder. These two drawers have been doused with gas, like somebody realized they couldn't take everything away and they couldn't search all of it and they wanted to get rid of it. I pointed to the cigarette on the floor. They poured the gas, dropped the smoke, and bolted. I don't blame them, Trixie said. This place would go up like a tinderbox. Or not at all, I said, standing up. By the time they got down the steps and across the street, they must have realized that nothing was happening in here. Trixie nodded. If it was going to burn, she said, it would have happened fast. So why didn't they come back and finish the job, I asked better part of valor she offered sure I said but why you break into an office you turn it upside down you take as many files as you can carry including any picture that might include our murder victim but you can never take it all and you can't be sure there aren't more pictures of Tim's in this mess so you burn it Trixie said I get it I shook my head you think they brought gasoline up with them I mean in the first place Trixie thought about that there's a station at the end of the street she said or maybe they had a jerry can in their car Okay, I said. So they're taking some time here. They're clearly not worried that someone is on to them about the break-in. But when the fire doesn't take, they don't come back in. Trixie shrugged. Maybe they didn't stick around, she offered. Yeah, but why not, I asked. Something wasn't right. Something didn't fit. People did things for a reason. And if you couldn't follow the line of thought, you were missing something. Maybe they were just here to help themselves to some smut, Trixie said. The Janet Timms collection wouldn't be a bad choice. You know that's not it, I said, looking around the room. The far end of the room was an open space. Clearly, that was the studio. To the side, there was a small counter with some photographic equipment, a coffee pot and a hot plate, all the comforts of home. I could see an open door at the end of the hall, and the plumbing fixtures made it obvious it was the bathroom. There was one door unaccounted for. What do you think that is? I asked, pointing at it. Trixie shrugged, closet? There's a light bulb over the door, I said. Okay, genius. It's a dark room. She sighed. A photographer has a dark room. The door's closed. I said, walking over to it, and the light isn't on. I have no idea what you're driving at. She said, following me. If your psychic powers are failing you, why don't you open the damn door and take a look? I opened the damn door and took a look. Ah, oh, hell! Trixie breathed. Inside the dark room was a tall, wiry man curled on the floor, very dead. Jimmy Lish. She asked. My guess. I said. How long do you think? She was no shrinking violet. The smell in here was worse than any in the office, but she toughed it out. Maybe early this morning, I said. Maybe longer. Looks like a 38. So our mystery guest comes in. He looks around, she began. Or they, I offered. My bet is two, she shrugged. So they come in. They look around. They start cleaning out the files, I chimed in. They take anything they can find on Janet Timms, and who knows what else, she added. But it's too much to search, and they can't be sure, and they need to be sure, She frowned. Why do you say that, she asked. Because of what happened next, I said. She nodded and held her hand up as if to acknowledge the stupid question. They decide to burn the place down. Subtle. You think it's Rosetti? I think it's his boys, I said. That's why I'm thinking there's two. One goes down to get some gas. Maybe he's back, maybe he's not. But Lish barges in and gets himself dead. Trixie took over. A gunshot. Now they have to hurry. But they're a little bit stupid and a little bit cowardly, so they don't set the fire going. "'They throw down a smoke and hopes it works like it does in the pictures. "'It all hangs nice and neat.' "'Yeah,' I said. "'Except Lish was the closest thing we had to a lead. "'And it gets worse.' "'Trixie nodded. "'Now it's for the law,' she said. "'So, do you like comedy?' "'If you do